Welcome to the Little Learner Storytime podcast from Orem Public Library. Are you ready to play? Let's go! Hello! My name is Miss Amy, and I'm so glad you came to play with me today. Do you have your special grown-up with you? It is so important to bring your special grown-up with you because interacting with each other and doing the activities together will make the biggest difference in how much fun you have and how well you learn the important skills we'll be practicing. So lean over, give your special grown-up a big high five, and tell them thank you for being so amazing. Thank you. Right now, in the place where I live, it's winter time. There are lots of different things that happen when it's winter. Matter of fact, I have been thinking about one of my favorite things that happens during winter time. Do you think you can guess what it is? Let's play a game called Mystery Word. I'm going to give you some clues, and let's see if you can guess the word that describes my favorite thing about winter. Shout it out loud when you think you know what my mystery word is. Are you ready? Here are your clues. My mystery word is something I see outside. My mystery word is the color white. When I feel my mystery word, it is very cold. When I listen to it, it sounds like this. Did you hear anything? Let's listen again. Use your big listening ears. You're right. It doesn't make any sound. It is silent. I can use my mystery word to do lots of fun activities like building a snowman, going sledding, or making snowballs. Did you guess what my mystery word is? Let's shout it out loud together. Ready? Snow! Did you guess snow? You are so smart. Do you have snow where you live? There are some places in the world that get lots of snow, but there are also some places in the world where there is no snow. Let's make up a song about snow. Making up songs is one of my favorite things to do. It's easy to write your own song, and it helps you practice new words and ideas. All you have to do is choose a tune that you know already, and then you can add your own special words that you make up. Would you like to write a special song with me? Let's use the tune to The Farmer in the Dale. The tune goes like this. Do you recognize that song? Now we are going to add some words to make our song about snow. Have your special grown-up push the pause button while you think of four words that describe snow. Are you ready? Hit pause now.
Did you think of four words? Tell me what four words you chose. Those are excellent words. Good thinking. I thought of four words as well. They were cold, quiet, slippery, and fun. I'm going to try singing our song with the four words I thought of. It would go like this. The snow is falling down. The snow is falling down. Slippery and quiet. Cold and fun. You just helped me make up a song about snow. You are so smart. Let's sing the song again. Can you help me? Make sure you are singing loud. The snow is falling down. The snow is falling down. Slippery and quiet. Cold and fun. Wow, that was beautiful. Now it's your turn. Have your special grown-up hit the pause button while you sing the song again, but this time with the words you thought of. If you want, you can even stand up and dance like a beautiful snowflake while you sing your song. Are you ready? I can't wait to hear your song. Your song was wonderful. I'm so proud of you for making up such a beautiful song. I hope you'll sing your song for all of your family and friends today. They'll be amazed by what you've written. Give yourselves a big round of applause. There is something else really special that happens during the winter. For some animals, when it becomes hard to find food to eat and it becomes too cold to be outside, they will build themselves a cozy, warm bed, curl up, and go to sleep. This is called hibernation. Have you heard that word before? Let's say that word again together. Hibernation. Let's try clapping the word and seeing how many word parts it has. Ready? Hibernation. Very good. Did you count four word parts? Let's say the word loudly. Ready? Hibernation. Can you whisper the word quiet like snow falling? Hibernation. Do you think you can name some of the animals that hibernate during the winter? Let's play another game. I'm going to say the name of an animal. And if you think that animal hibernates during the cold winter, put your thumb up. If you think the animal stays awake during the winter and doesn't go to sleep, put your thumb down. Are you ready? Remember, thumb up if you think they go to sleep, and thumb down if you think they stay awake. Let's start with an easy one. Bear. Did you put your thumb up? You're right! A bear hibernates during the winter. Here's your next animal. 
a bat. Thumbs up or thumbs down? That's right. Thumbs up. Bats will hang upside down in their caves and take long winter naps. Here's your next animal. A deer. Did you put your thumb down? You were right. Deer don't hibernate during the winter. Matter of fact, I have seen lots of deer during the winter time playing in the snow. Here's our next animal. Moose. You put your thumb down. Good job. Moose stay awake during the winter. They are really good at walking through the deep snow with their long legs and thick fur. Here is our last one. Are you ready? Frog. Hmm. What do you think a frog does during the winter? Did you give a thumbs up? You're one smart kid. A frog does hibernate until the spring. You did such a great job guessing which animals hibernate during the winter. There are lots of other animals that also hibernate during the winter, like snakes, chipmunks, skunks, ground squirrels, and bumblebees. Next time you and your special grown-up go to the library, ask the librarian to help you find a book about hibernation. You can see pictures of all the special animals that hibernate during the winter and what their cozy nests look like. Give yourself a big round of applause. You are such smart kids. Today, I would like to tell you a special story about a little bear named Barnaby. Barnaby lived with his mom and dad in a big cave deep in the forest. He loved playing in the forest. He'd go fishing for pink salmon in the river, hunt for delicious juicy berries in the bushes, and climb the tall trees with his friend Sammy Squirrel. After a little while, though, something strange started to happen in the forest. Barnaby noticed it was getting colder and the leaves in the trees were turning bright colors. He couldn't believe how beautiful it was. Red and yellow and orange and purple. He loved chasing the brightly colored leaves as they fell from the branches to the ground and giggled at the crunchy sound they made as he and his friends rolled around in big leaf piles. He wanted it to last forever. One morning, Barnaby's mother came to wake him up with a steaming cup of hot chocolate and said, Time to get up, my sleepy bear. I need your help today. We need to start collecting leaves and pine needles to make your bed extra soft and warm. It's starting to get cold outside and soon it will snow. We need to prepare our cave and get ready to hibernate. Oh, hiber what? said little Barnaby rubbing his sleepy eyes. Hibernate, Mother Bear answered. 
Hibernation is when we take a long nap during the winter until the snow melts and we can find food again. But I don't want to take a long nap, Barnaby whined. I want to stay up and play with my friends. I want to make a leaf pile and swim in the river and climb trees with Sammy. If I go to sleep, I'll miss all the fun. Mother Bear rubbed his little ears. Barnaby, during the winter, lots of your friends will hibernate as well. The leaves will be buried under the snow, the river will be frozen, and the berry bushes will be empty. In order for us to stay warm and not be hungry, we must hibernate. Now hop up and let's start collecting leaves. Barnaby spent the next few days helping his mom and dad to make their cave nice and cozy. They also ate lots and lots of fish and berries. They ate so many that Barnaby's tummy became nice and round and his fur grew thick and warm. But he still didn't want to say goodbye to the forest and his friends. One day, as Barnaby was playing in the crunchy leaves, he felt something cold land on his nose. He looked up into the sky and saw small white flakes falling gently and quietly down until they landed on the ground. It was amazing. He ran around trying to catch them on his tongue and laughing when they tickled his nose and eyelashes. Pretty soon, though, he heard his father calling from the cave. Barnaby, time to come home. Barnaby walked slowly back to the cave. He knew it was time to hibernate, but he wanted to play for just a little bit longer. Dad, please, can I play just a little bit longer? No, son, his dad answered. The snow has started falling, and that means it's time to go to bed. Barnaby's mom and dad tucked him into his cozy, warm bed and gave him lots of kisses before they went and curled up in their bed in the next room. Barnaby lay very still for a long time until he heard his mom and dad snoring softly. <sighs> then he quietly got out of his bed and tiptoed outside in the gently falling snow. He just wanted to play for a little bit longer. He looked around, but there was no one outside. It was very quiet. The colorful leaves were covered in deep snow. He decided to go see if his friend Sammy Squirrel wanted to climb trees with him. When he got to Sammy's tall tree, he knocked on the door. He waited and waited until finally the door opened and there stood Sammy's mom in her nightgown, letting out a great big yawn. Oh, Barnaby, she said, what are you doing out in this cold weather? Can Sammy come climb trees with me? Barnaby asked hopefully. Sammy is hibernating, Barnaby. It's wintertime. He can come back out when the snow has melted and the sun is warming the ground. We'll see you in a few months. And with that, she closed the door and Barnaby was left alone. Next, Barnaby decided to go see if Freddy Frog wanted to come out and play in the river with him. Barnaby walked down to the river and knocked gently on Freddy's log house door. 
again. He waited a long time before finally Mr. Frog peeked out the door wearing his nightcap. Barnaby, you're supposed to be hibernating. Why are you knocking on our door? asked Mr. Frog. Um, I was wondering if Freddy could come out and play in the river with me, Barnaby said quietly. Mr. Frog yawned, oh, and then said, Barnaby, soon the river will freeze. This isn't the time to play. It's time to hibernate. Come back when the river isn't frozen and the sun is warm. Then Freddy can come out and play. Mr. Frog closed the door and Barnaby slowly walked away. Barnaby was starting to feel a little sleepy and a little bit hungry, but he also wanted to play with his friends. Sadly, he sat down on a log and began to cry. <laughs> a few minutes later, Mrs. Owl silently flew to the log and sat down next to Barnaby. She gently put her wing around poor Barnaby's cold shoulders and said, Sweet Barnaby, why are you crying? What's wrong? Barnaby looked up into Mrs. Owl's big eyes and then started crying again. <laughs> I just wanted to play in the leaves and climb the trees and hunt for salmon in the river. But the leaves are gone. My friends are all hibernating. The river is frozen and I'm hungry. And poor Barnaby started crying all over again. There, there, said Mrs. Owl and handed Barnaby a Kleenex. Barnaby... This is the time when you should be in your cozy bed sleeping. When you wake up, the trees and leaves and river and all your friends will be back. It's time for you to hibernate until spring comes. Barnaby was really sleepy by now and just wanted to go home. Mrs. Owl flew by his shoulder and walked Barnaby back to his cozy cave. Good night, Barnaby. I'll see you when you wake up. Now be a good bear, eat some berries, and go back to bed. I'll see you in the spring. Barnaby slowly walked into his cozy cave. He ate a big paw full of berries and then tiptoed into his soft bed. He snuggled down in the warm leaves and pine needles and in no time at all was snoring gently. It felt like he had just closed his eyes when he woke up to something tapping on his window. Barnaby slowly opened his eyes to, to find bright sunshine streaming into his room. Was it spring? Barnaby looked outside, and there he saw Sammy Squirrel, Sally Snake, and Freddy Frog standing outside his window. Barnaby, wake up, it's spring, come play! Barnaby leaped out of his bed, hugged his mom and dad, and headed out into the bright sun. He had a busy day ahead, climbing trees, eating berries, catching salmon, and playing with his friends. And he didn't want to waste a single minute. Wow! You were such good listeners! Do you ever feel like Barnaby and you just want to play and have fun instead of eating or sleeping? Playing outside with our friends is so fun, but it's also very important to take good care of our bodies by eating healthy food and having lots of sleep. Give yourselves a great big cheer for being such good story listeners.
I have one more song I want to sing with you about different types of animals who hibernate in the winter and where they like to sleep. The song goes like this. Hibernation, time for hibernation. Hibernation, time to go to sleep. In the winter, where's the bear? Sleeping in its cave or lair. Where's the bear? Cave or lair. Oh, hibernation, time for hibernation. Hibernation, time to go to sleep. In the winter, where's the frog? Sleeping by a pond or log. Where's the frog? Pond or log. Oh, hibernation, time for hibernation. Hibernation, time to go to sleep. In the winter, where's the snake? In the mud beneath the lake. Where's the snake? beneath the lake. Oh, hibernation, time for hibernation. Hibernation, time to go to sleep. In the winter, where's the bat? In a cave is where he's at. Where's the bat? cave it's at. Oh, hibernation, time for hibernation. Hibernation, time to go to sleep. Good job! Singing together with you is one of my favorite things. Thank you so much for helping me. Friends, Thank you for coming and playing with me today. You did such an amazing job learning about hibernation and what it means. You really are one of the smartest kids I've ever known. Grown-ups, please stay tuned at the end of this podcast for a special segment called Behind the Story, where we'll talk about some of the skills we use today in story time and how you can extend this learning and fun into everyday activities with your child. Before we go, I want to teach you our special homework song. In this song, we sing about the five most important things that we can be doing every single day in order to help our brains grow and be ready for learning to read and write. Are you ready? It goes like this. Read and write, sing and play, talk with me all day. These are the five things we do. Our brains will grow this way. I hope you had a wonderful time today. I know I have. I love it when you come to play. I'll see you next time here at Little Learner Storytime. Bye. Hello, and thank you for joining me in this special section of the podcast called Behind the Story. During story time today, we focused on not only early literacy skills, but did so through the exploration of a scientific principle. Your young child is already a very skilled and capable scientist. Science is actually how we learn about the world around us through trial and error, 
trying new concepts and ways of doing things, looking at how things work, and figuring out solutions to problems. Your child has been doing all of these things since they were born. Children have a very natural curiosity and aren't afraid of the things they don't understand. They will explore and investigate, and as you've probably discovered, ask lots and lots of questions. Tapping into this curiosity is an excellent way to help develop their early literacy. What is your child's current obsession? Dinosaurs or space or maybe animals? Head to your local library and check out all the books that you can find on the topic that they want to explore. Let them drive the learning. Look at the pictures, ask questions, help them write stories about what they're learning. Encourage them to share what they've learned with others. This will build their vocabulary and give them practice in being able to articulate and share their thinking. Look up games and songs on the internet. Better yet, make up your own songs about what they love and incorporate facts that they've learned. Do science experiments with your children where you ask them to record their results in different ways. For example, fill a bowl with water, gather a variety of small household items, and ask your child to predict whether each item will float or sink. Was their hypothesis correct? Build a small catapult with popsicle sticks, elastics, and a plastic spoon, then test how far different items will launch. Test what items dissolve in water or build a volcano with baking soda and vinegar. The options are limitless. Above all, have fun. Make science the magical, wonderful topic that it is. Playing together creates important connections that allow children to feel safe as they explore the world around them. Every single day they are absorbing and learning from the world around them. Thank you for providing these important experiences and opportunities. You are your child's first and best teacher. Thank you for joining me. See you next time.